0: welcome to Quat mode round 108 this is the official video game podcast of secret friends unite i'm one of your hosts todd fireball oxtra i don't know i'm trying to <laughs> give myself a nickname mark and mark like the and caravan that's badass i don't know you know we'll come up with something better <laughs> how are you How's doing buddy it? it's been two weeks since we talked yeah. video games
1: it has. It's. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm doing good. It's. Uh, it's been. A, it's a long weekend here. It's a long weekend there for, for a, a lot of people. I know you're. You're not in some. That, uh, you. You had to work today, which sucks. But uh, hopefully, everyone had a nice long weekend. If you did have a long weekend, and um, I'm excited to talk some games.
0: Yeah, this is going to be a fun one because Mark, uh, let you know that uh, having a Patreon has been a lot of fun. It's been allowing us to do a lot of cool stuff and also introduce some new people into Secret Friends Unite that I'm not even aware of. And that is really is illustrated with our newest member in the friend zone. And that is Francie. That's all we know Francie by. We know nothing about Francie, but Francie is now part of the Patreon.
1: Thanks, Francie.
0: Whoever we you appreciate are, it.
1: We love you and appreciate you.
0: Let us know. Let us know. Francie, appreciate well, it. Tell them. Uh I'm that a we have person. That's that's always fun. Yeah, and since we last recorded, we got a new best bud, Mark. And that is Jamie cool. Prinky. Thanks Jamie. Yeah, and uh, by the way, folks, if you want to see who our Patreons are, we now have a dedicated uh, part of our website for all our Patreons. So you can see their beautiful images that I've applied to them, and I give them a little catchphrase. So hopefully you enjoy that, and uh, you know what? You get to be on the Wall of Fame if you get to the level of a BFF or you get to the level of our best buds. Yeah. And along with that, uh, we have our... Our BFFs, Sean, Stella, and Henry Nias, and Missy Merchant. Been along with us for a long time. We appreciate you and your dedicated support. Um, so but you know what? Mark, we got to give Jamie a power-up. Mm. Yes.
1: All right. Do you have something in mind? Can't.
0: Well, you know, um, I think Jamie gets the power-up of Saving Anywhere no more save states oh, no great. more checkpoints no more having to wait through the cut scene to get to the boss she can save anywhere
1: that is awesome so okay whoa, whoa hold on i got i gotta ask some questions here because that's like that's a god mode power like how many times in life have you been like man that looks stupid but i can't try that because i'd probably kill myself like is that like a I'm creating a save right now, go off, do your dumb thing. And then if it doesn't work out, just you're right back at the save.
0: Absolutely. It's like save scumming is the best way to put it. It's like, there's something that I shouldn't do, but I want to try that out. But I don't want to go back three hours. Uh, It's kind of like the famous one, Mark. If you remember this in Nintendo, Nintendo Power Magazine, you got Dragon Hero. Which was Dragon Quest in Japan, Dragon Hero. I think was it Dragon Quest or Dragon Hero? Can't remember. It was the first Dragon Quest game in the US. You got a copy of that with Nintendo Power. I was playing that. I was babysitting a kid across the street, he had his NES. I was playing that game. I said, you know what? I got a cursed belt here. I'm gonna wear it. Cause I'm like, maybe nothing bad will happen. No, right. something bad, of course, happened, but there was no save state. There's no save anywhere. So essentially I lost all my progress. And I said, screw this game, I'm never playing again.
1: Oh, yep. No, well, we've all been there. Um, all right. Well, I'm gonna, I can't top that one because that is that is excellent. I can't top that power, so I'm just gonna add to it and I'm gonna add something simple, but I'm gonna add something that I think will make it even more fun, and that's a double jump. <laughs>
0: That's it. Like you can't. <laughs> so, you can't double jump IRL normally. So okay, in real life. So you So we're. Wait. So we're saying this is a real one. So I was thinking like a, a safe state in a video game, like save anywhere. No, no I'm like, thinking
1: like this is your real okay. life. You get this power up in real life. I love it. So like the power to be able to just be like, okay, I'm gonna do something stupid, save, and then double jump off a cliff. Like that is just fun times waiting to happen you know like I think the double jump really adds to the lifestyle of like hey there's a cat stuck in a tree this could end poorly but I'm gonna save right now and then double jump to get the cat if it ends great I'm a hero if it doesn't safe state let's do this again so
0: perfect I like
1: this real life power up I'm going I'm going double jump
0: so my double jump is essentially like almost a foot because I think my regular jump is six <laughs> inches <laughs> 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 all
1: right good jumping ability plus double okay jump. Let's,
0: assume let's do, a fantastic like jump the,
1: the mario jump or something like that yeah okay. like, a, like a good so like almost
0: or, like the the, 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 yeah. like the like the like you're doing like a total somersault while you're doing it it's totally cool looking you look awesome yeah
1: we're going. We're going. Yeah, nineties uh, Super Nintendo action game double jump of just just ridiculous proportions. Yeah, that's
0: a good perfect. One. So, so no monkey's paw in our power up this month. This oh, I love it. No, not at all.
1: Yeah, yep. fantastic. Yep. fantastic. I mean, all right, well, kind of
0: because
1: like if you remember everything from your save state, you might have to experience your own demise. Depending on how stupid, like I would definitely experience my own demise. Over and over again. I'd be just constantly saving, just constantly like, gee, I wonder what this does. And then, you know, electrocution, and we just like come back and just be like, okay, well, don't touch that thing anymore. Um, But you, if you remember it, that's a little bit of a monkey's paw because then you have to deal with living, you know, <laughs> post traumatic probably-
0: stress. Oh my God, PSTD. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Uh, you still maybe be careful uh, with it. Okay. Cause we've all had that point where we mistakenly saved at the wrong moment. Like we have like one health bar and there's no place to get health. And you're like, why mm-hmm. did I do that? I'm never getting out of here. Yeah.
1: Yep. Use it wisely. There, there we go.
0: Awesome. Well, very good. Um, hopefully, Jamie, you enjoy your power up and uh, use it well. Um, yeah. But with that, we get to buy return, Mark. And I'm going to hand this over to you because I said, you know, Mark, you you've been so happy with my <laughs> picks over the last how many episodes. I said, why don't you pick it this time, Mark?
1: Yeah. You when when ta- I I thought about doing something like Nintendo specific or just like you know pick your favorite Pokemon or something. Um, I didn't. You know, I went, I went pretty, pretty good. So, I'm, you know, a, a lot of the theme today is going to be DLC focused and, and talking about some stuff, and we'll get to that in the bonus round and uh, some stuff that was thrown out in our Discord. But I wanted to keep with that theme for the Byron Return and just go with some awesome DLC. So, my choices for Byron Return awesome DLC are The Witcher, Blood and Wine, Shovel Knight, entire Treasure Trove DLC additions that were added on there. And uh, Breath of the Wild, Champion's Ballad. So they are the three options. Uh, We got Brendan Myers hitting us back with the the choices of, uh, he's going to return the Treasure Trove. Killing me slightly there, Brendan. Uh, Treasure Trove. But the the reasoning behind that, uh, because of it being different playable characters where he would want more shovel Knight and it's, it's I I understand that you know, sure you need a character that you absolutely in love and then they make you play all the villains or whatever I get it I, I and I, there was no there was no DLC in that thing that I I liked the the person more than shovel Knight like I kind of get what Brennan's saying there of like yeah like give me shovel Knight two at some point so it's not just like you know one great shovel knight game and then a whole bunch of like bad person spinoffs kind of thing. I get, I get that. I, I can understand that. Uh, Rent the champion's Ballad because it is a fun addition, but nothing to brag about. And then buy blood and wine because it is more slash better content for the base game, which is already amazing. The Witcher. So
0: there we go. Todd. Wow. This is a hard one. Cause well, it's, it's hard. Two out of three are hard for me. I guess, Mark, I'm guessing you can probably tell which the, the not so hard one is. Uh, yeah. But for me, um, we'll, we'll start with I'm going to return the um, Ballad Champions. Um, I played a little bit of it It, to me a lot of the felt stuff like felt in that game felt like it was things that should have been just part of the game like tracking your progress and showing where you're like that's a weird one that was not for everybody but I I totally get it the other things like the one mode where you you basically show up naked and you've got like you know in, in your trunks and you're trying to survive and you get I get kept getting killing by a bat and I'm like this is not fun anymore. Turn it off. It's all done. But uh, I think a lot of people enjoyed that because it was just getting back into that game gave give you another reason. So totally get it, just not for me. Um, then uh, Shovel Knight Treasure Trove. This is a rent, um, not because I didn't enjoy the game. Shovel Knight is like the only game I ever beat on my Vita. And I owned it on my Vita, which meant I got cross-buy on my PS4, which means I still have the game, even though I don't have the Vita anymore. And you got so much content, and it's great. Uh, The Plague Knight, like I think to Brendan's point, you may not like how the Plague Knight plays, or you may not like the Spectre of Torment part, or the King of Cards, or the Shovel Knight Showdown. But it's all there as something else to play. And quite honestly, I think people are all like, let's have a new version of Shovel Knight, but they kept on giving you more shovel knight so it's almost mm-hmm. like hey, a Embarrassments of riches but to me i never fully got into the other parts but i mean if you love shovel knight and you love that aesthetic in their gameplay it's a lot and it's well worth the money it's i mean the, the, for the amount you spent maybe the 20 bucks i think when it came out um it's 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 definitely the best deal one of the best deals in gaming all the time and i love shovel knight. that's my favorite like of those eight bit like throwback games yeah phenomenal it really takes me Absolutely. back love it yeah. And then it's going to be by it's going to be and it's funny because um, you could have picked any of the Witcher DLC, Heart of Stone, Blood and Wine. I don't even know what to say, because that DLC felt like a sequel. And after finishing The Witcher, I needed these games because I made some bad choices in The Witcher and I was a broken man after that game. And I needed something to take me out of it. And this is exactly what it was for, for Geralt. This was a way for him to like, kind of get back into his groove, like Stella got, his, got her groove back. This is me getting my groove back. Um, but you could also play these these standalones by themselves. You didn't have to beat the campaign, which was very cool. So that's my, my buy. I think some of the best expansions, whatever you want to call them, in the world, um, and they're part of the complete edition, which is now updated on PS5 and Series X. Correct.
1: All right. Uh, I picked three really difficult ones for me because they're all fantastic. And I, I, um, even just listening to you and, uh, seeing what Brendan wrote, I'm I'm kind of torn with this. Um, I think I'm going to go with a, a weird controversial pick that is probably not the correct pick and is, is stupid. So I'm going to return blood and wine because Witcher three is big enough already, uh, that every time I start to play Witcher three, I get lost in it and I end up not completing it. It's, it's kind of like, a for me, like a Skyrim kind of thing. Like I've started and stopped Skyrim so many times on so many different platforms that it's just like, I end up going off and doing a hundred hours worth of like side quests and stuff. And that's, yeah. And I could probably say the same thing about Zelda, but whatever. I'm here to just get those like <laughs> negative
0: comments. You're okay to be, uh, basically just be hypocrite, Mark. That's okay.
1: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I want angry people coming at my Twitter and, and blowing up the comments of this YouTube video and get that engagement up. Um, <laughs> so here we go. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rent the treasure trove because kind of similar to what you and Brendan said, like it's, it's great. It might not be for everyone. Um, so, you know, the characters maybe not, were were not as engaging as like Shovel Knight. And I, I, liked some of them. I, I wasn't a huge fan of some of the others, but, uh, like you said, for value, like it was just, it was just an amazing kind of value for the whole package. And it was impressive that they kept going with it, with the success, a lot of, you know, a lot of companies. And I know this was promised because of the, uh, whatever Kickstarter or whatever they did for, for, you know, getting this game going. So, um. You know, a lot of companies I think would just kind of like fire out these little sequel esque kind of things, and just like, "Hey, we're moving on to Shovel Knight Two, bigger, better, faster, whatever," and uh, and go from there. But they they kind of stuck with it. Uh, so that means I'm buying the Champions Ballad. I've painted myself into a corner here. Uh, I I actually I I did like the Champions Ballad. It. I I do understand what you mean about should have been included in the base game because you get so much of the history, backstory and characterization of the champions that I think that could have benefited the base game, but I did like playing it. It gave me an excuse to go back to Zelda and contrary to your point, um, the, the map, the tracing where you have gone on the map. I did like that. That was DLC. Because for me, it was, I, I spent, you know, 100 plus hours in this game or whatever, 200 hour however long I, I took exploring and, and doing everything in the game that I wanted to do. And then they unlocked that, which could show me like, oh, I missed this entire area of the map. Now, if I had that, I probably would have taken the time when I was first playing the game and to be obsessed with that map and that line and and whatever. But, but being able to come back to it after everything was kind of what I thought was finished and say, okay, cool. What's, what's up here and explore absolutely new parts of this map that after a hundred plus hours or more, I hadn't seen. I thought that was an interesting bit of DLC to, to just bring me back into that world. I didn't need it. It didn't have to be there. It would have been cool to explore that the first time, but there's things that you miss with this world being so big. And I, I really like that as DLC edition, um, additional content. I, I how, think-
0: how? I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, what about this? If it's just you beat the game and it's new game plus, so you yeah. don't get it at jump, but it's not like something you have to spend twenty dollars to get. But you have to beat the game, so it's essentially it's a nice thing to come back to as a new game plus.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, it definitely could have been included in the base game. And, you know, that's, yeah, is is what it is, I guess. But uh, I, I I do think blood and wine is, is probably the best one. So I, I should probably buy that. But I'm not going to because I just want to be different than, uh, than you guys. So there we go. That's my picks. And it's definitely wrong. But I said what I said. And we'll keep going. <laughs>
0: i love it i love it and uh the, the funny part is uh sean Iass, who's a good friend of ours obviously a patron all this fun stuff um and he's like what are these games and still saying, i've never heard of anything like, yeah, heard we of love of wild, sean. sean exactly ever heard, know, of wild? <laughs> exactly. heard of, Breath of the wild witcher exactly
1: wild the like one of the top rated games of all time one of the the best games in recent memory um sequels coming up bud time to play it now Bye.
0: By the way, Sean's put like probably $400 into Destiny 2. So that's where his mind is. So we probably just should have just, what's your favorite Destiny 2 DLC? Sean be I like, almost, okay.
1: And I, when I was going through this, I was trying to think. I didn't have Champion's Ballot on there at first at all, to be honest. Uh, my, my first choices were like Witcher Blood and Wine was always there. That was my first choice right off the bat. Um, but I almost picked something from Destiny and I couldn't decide on destiny or destiny two i couldn't decide on one dlc or or, you know
0: uh, yeah because you could do like you could done like the the first yeah because certain dlcs in destiny have changed the game (laughs) for the better and for the worse my sons my sons right now is getting ready for the the new like drop and he's showing me like oh my god and i'm like that's awesome i don't I don't know what's going on, Um, but it was what we were talking about, like a topic for this week, and this almost became like the topic was DLC. Maybe we'll talk about that in a future episode, like dedicated just, you know, what makes good DLC, you know, the best of the class, the worst of whatever. But I was thinking because I was like, I was looking at games I own, that I have DLC that I really just need to get to, like control. The DLC on that is supposed to be like top tier. Uh, The Destiny, uh, or sorry, the, the DLC for Resident Evil 8 Village, yeah. It's there. I own it. Um and I didn't realize this mark. I own treasure Shovel Knight treasure trove on Switch. How do I even own that? I don't why did I buy that? I own it somewhere else. I don't know. This this world is crazy. It is a very Switch feeling game. It is. Oh yeah. It's That's it's definitely idea. yeah. And
1: the other the other option for this is I almost went that that direction was Nintendo stuff but I wanted Shovel Knight was going to stay on there but it was going to be Breath of the Wild and then the the newer stuff from from Mario Kart 8 um and then I was like do I go Nintendo first party and swap out Shovel Knight for Splatoon uh like the Splatoon 2 Octo expansion especially with that big story kind of thing that I thought really added to the game um so landing on this, what I actually landed on, like took took a little while. I kept bouncing back and forth between how much do I want to torture Todd with uh, Nintendo specific stuff or just go vague in general with uh, just some awesome DLC.
0: So there you yeah, go. Yeah, I mean, even like I would think one that is like you didn't have to pay for it was Gears of War Five High Busters.
1: All right, Just yeah,
0: a nice drop of new, fresh content. Didn't have to do it. Had nothing really to do with anything else. New protagonists. I'm like, that's amazing. And they gave it to you for free and it was a clunky, chunky bit of combat. And they actually added in like these characters with special abilities. So um, that's awesome. I mean, when people just do that, like here's something for free. Enjoy. Why not? Yeah, always great. Yeah, absolutely. So now we got to get into what we've been playing. So, Mark, um, I'm very excited about this first game you've been playing because when I look at it, I'm like, this is the goofiest thing in the world and I love it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So this is one uh, from, from Outright Games and I'm an Outright Games ambassador and my son loves this show. Uh, he has a giant gigantosaurus uh, stuffy that he chases us around with. It's uh, it's very entertaining. My brother gave him that uh not last Christmas, but wait, this is a real something.
0: thing? I, always- I thought it was just thing. a game. A real show. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. This is, this is I didn't was- show.
1: Oh yeah, gigantosaurus okay. is is fantastic um so this is called gigantosaurus dino cart it just came out february 17th so this is a, a brand new release and uh, currently right now i'm still running a little contest over on twitter to give away an xbox copy of this game so if you're listening i am going to run this contest until uh i think i'll close it like thursday or friday just to make sure people get a chance to listen to this episode but it is running right now i've got a couple of entries but uh, yeah, go over to the underscore canardian on Twitter and you can enter that um, right now to win a copy of the game. But uh, yeah, Gigantosaurus is based off of a cartoon called Gigantosaurus. This is a dino Kart racing game. There are some other uh, Gigantosaurus games as well. If, if you're a fan of, of that outright games um, published uh, Gigantosaurus, the game aptly named um, that was back in 2020, I want to say. And that's out for everything, but this one is also out for PS5, Nintendo Switch, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Windows, Xbox Series, consoles, whatever. Uh, developed by 3D Clouds and published by Outright Games. Um, like most of the Outright Game stuff that's based on kids' cartoons, this one starts you off on easy mode. I could hand fin the controller right off, very similar to. Um, the uh, like the Paw Patrol racing game, and it's it's you know it automatically has like lane assist on automatic uh, go you know it, it basically like literally just kind of handed him the controller and he was just randomly hitting buttons and randomly doing things and he still kind of enabled him to race and it was um, the only downside of of just randomly handing Finn a controller and watching the. AI drive for him was the Y button on Xbox in this one. Um, the Y button resets you on switch. It's the no. X button, that that button up top. So it'll reset you, which is great if you get stuck in a, a sticky situation. Not so great if you're racing and then you hold in or press that button and it sends you back a little bit. So not ideal, uh, especially for a two-and-a-half-year-old with a controller that just wants to press all the buttons. So he ended up he ended up falling a little bit behind because he really liked just the poof that happens when you set yourself back. And, and like he had a pretty good lead at first and just kept going back, 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 back. So uh, aside from that, awesome. He really loved it. Um, I played this a bit too, just to kind of see, you know, how it felt I've done comparisons and I'm going to release a comparison video on our YouTube channel. So watch out for that. Uh, I just have to capture a little bit more footage to be happy with. Um, but a comparison between switch and Xbox, cause I got copies of both. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I, I really kind of dig, you know, f- both versions, to be honest, uh, if you want to get this on switch, if you, your kid has a switch, feel free. It's not like a dumbed down version. Uh, the visuals obviously aren't quite as vibrant on the switch, but like still very colorful, very bright. Everything still runs really nicely. Um, it's, you know, just shines a little bit brighter on the Xbox series X, but, um, yeah, perfectly capable on switch. There's a lot of stuff to unlock. There's a ton of characters from the TV show. There's, a wide variety of like stages and cups and different things that you can play through like adventure mode and unlock. And uh, like I said, it's kid friendly right out of the gate. So um, yeah, big recommendation on this game. It's, it's uh, so far really good. I have been hearing of some bugs. So I do want to address Hmm. that, that um, people were talking about like, (laughs) so like any kind of good cart racing game, there's like different power-ups and you know, there's all, but there's also in this game, like level um hazards basically so like one of the first levels they'll like shoot rocks at you from um you know from a, like a rock slide kind of thing but then there's apparently there's uh something that they, they may have disabled gigantosaurus in gigantosaurus's own game because in the cartoon gigantosaurus is a massive kind of t-rex looking dinosaur type thing um and apparently, in this, is some people have been complaining that um, Gigantosaurus has stepped on them and sent them through the stage, uh, like Ooh. kind of clipped stage yeah. kind of thing. So I haven't experienced that bug myself, um, but I I have been hearing some stuff in the um, the ambassadors club
0: Discord. I might like uh, getting like crushed by jacanosaurus and put it to the bottom um yeah does it do the mario kart thing where it's like a little guy in a cloud puts you back on the tracks or no well,
1: no that's um that's the the poof like that that
0: that oh the poof does it okay got of, it. Yeah, it, it no it's pterodactyl like comes comes by and swings by and picks you up and go boop no
1: no <laughs> okay it's kind of snap back there um But that's, that's it so far. Like it's, it's a very competent racing game. It's a very kid friendly racing game, but something that the whole family can play too. So, uh, you know, the, there's the drift mechanic, there's everything in there that you'd want from a good kart racer that, um, you know, keep you coming, coming back and, and give you a nice little alternate from Mario Kart that we've been enjoying the same game for I don't know how long's Mario Kart 8 been out? Uh, since years?
0: 2012, yeah. maybe. So since the Wii U? Yeah. yeah. Like 10 years. years like 11 years, maybe. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. So uh, I, I, I like it, man. And if, if you have a kid that likes dinosaurs as much as mine does, no brainer. Like, check this one out.
0: Dinosaur. Oh, man. That reminds me of like there was a show Logan liked on PBS called Dino Dan was great about a kid in reality and they had like, like CGI dinosaurs that he would like learn about such a great show for kids. Cool.
1: This reminds me of an old game. Um, oh, shoot. What was that game? It's like an old racing game. Craig Cromag Rally.
0: Oh, with like cavemen?
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I can see that. that.
0: Everybody had like, a cart racer back in the day, right?
1: Cromag Rally was like my jam back in the day. That was a good one.
0: Yeah. And that's why every once in a while you get a gem, you got like a Sonic, yeah. uh, racer, you get a car, uh crash racer. You, I mean, you do. So this is great that you get those and you know what? Nobody owns carts and they're great. And you know, it's yeah. fun that these are great for younger audiences too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Really solid, uh, racer, especially like you said, for the like younger racers and stuff like yeah. really good check it out very cool um, so can, yeah do you want me to continue and then we'll or do you want to do one-on-one
0: no no go ahead because I, I was gonna say because i was before you came on i was getting back into hi-fi rush to try it on my oh. pc because my pc has been having some problems so the great thing about now on game pass on pc my save progress transfers as well. So, um, it plays pretty well on that. I was worried about my PC cause it's struggling still. Um, but it plays pretty well there on a, even a kind of crampy system at this point. So, um, how do you like it so far? I love it.
1: And, and Finn watched me play it. It's colorful enough then that it's, uh, you know, he didn't really get the <laughs> repercussions of like trying to, uh, recall the, the person who's, you know, who just got a robot arm kind of thing. Um, and some of the, the social commentary bits of it, but he was just digging the music. Uh, both he and Loren were kind of like in the room, like playing and stuff. And I was, I was kind of like playing it myself and like, we all ended up on the couch, just kind of like jamming out to the music and just kind of like watching this colorful game. So, uh, I'm not super far into it. I beat the first boss so far and kind of moved into, uh,
0: the big, uh, buff lady. Yes. Okay. Oh, she's awesome. When she comes on stage. She looks awesome, and yeah, yeah. Um,
1: so finished uh, finished that one. Um, that big the the giant robot boss was badass too. The, oh, that,
0: um, it's neat because the there's boss. yeah the mechanics are great. And I was thinking I'm like I'm trying to find all of like the the music in the game because there are uh, unique tracks and there are also mm-hmm. licensed tracks too. It's which is kind of fun because you're like okay is this going to work with you know music you know and it does really well Absolutely. but there's also unique tracks as well
1: yeah um so that's the one that brought my wife over was lonely boy she's just kind of like what are you playing nice. and that was that was it she you know came over because i was like okay okay i'm gonna jam to this for a second um so yeah hi-fi rush um it's i i know you talked about it last time so i'm just gonna kind of say like i'm really enjoying it it's really good i'm hoping to play more of it this week and kind of get more into get more into it and get a little deeper into it but it is it is really really solid. I, I love the the vibe, the color, the the music, the rhythm parts of it. Um, it's it's a a really really strong addition to Game Pass.
0: Yeah. Uh, pro tip. Uh, yeah. A pro tip. I've got my Xbox control in front of me. Uh, hit the little uh, button. I think it's the box box i don't know what you would to call it options
1: Yeah, like the, the, I, I still always call it a select button because i'm yeah
0: it's the, the far left, left button left. option button on the left if you do that you'll get like a nice little, a little rhythm bar, bar which is nice that they don't tell you you can get and it's great and 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 mark i will tell you this you can then go to your tv to see if it's any lag the only thing i found though it can tell you you've got lag it will not adjust the lag though so oh. you may have a problem with, yeah, a lot of people have been saying, yeah, thanks for telling me I've got a lag and thanks for not actually adjusting the lag, which, which is okay. Cause I think half the fun is it doesn't punish you. It only rewards you if you get it right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's like one thing that I, so far I haven't noticed any lag. My TV seems to be, you know, keeping up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I should test that, but uh, yeah, that's, that's been really fun. And I did turn that bar on pretty quickly. Uh, Cause I had heard some other people talk about it and um, it's very useful. So yeah, you do, but like you said, it's, it's, it doesn't punish you for not being on the beat, but you just get those rewards for, for being on beat. And so far I've been pretty good at like timing those and you get those little bonus kind of like circle combo hits and all that kind of stuff. Like it's so rewarding it's
0: really when it does it. So,
1: so good. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't, picked up hi-fi rusher you haven't checked that out i highly recommend checking it out it's really really good uh and then the Have, last thing i was, playing.
0: I was gonna uh, ask you really quick though did you get the um grappling hook no oh <coughs> you're gonna love you're gonna love the grappling hook when you get it it's okay. so good
1: all right i know yeah there's there's some other there's some unlocks and stuff so that's what i mean like i i beat that first part i'm in the little hideout thing now and, uh, I know I have to like talk to her to upgrade some parts and that's the last bit I played. So that's coming. That'll be the first one I focus on if it's that good. All right, cool. Um, so I gotta, I got I'm like itching to play that now. Um, I just picked it. I just started it this weekend, so I haven't had too much time to play it, but man, it's, it's so good. Um, and the last thing I've been picking out a little bit this weekend, I finished a couple of the worlds in uh, super Mario land Two, six golden coins, which is now on a tender switch online as part of the game boy and game boy Advance collections. Um, I love this game. It's so good. I I'm so happy that they picked this one instead of picking just super Mario land. Cause this game is so much better, like leaps and bounds better. It is, it is just a, a far superior game. And I'm, I'm really happy that, Nintendo can admit with their own library sometimes when like something is better you know what I mean? Like it's, it's kind of rare for Nintendo. Like a lot of time you expect Nintendo to be like, Nope, you're playing super Mario land first and you'll get number two next year. And then
0: number three, Here's your medicine after- take it before you get your sugar.
1: <laughs> right. Like they, they do that kind of stuff. So this game being released is such a nice thing. I've been playing around with like the filters cause I had a game boy color and that's where I first played it. But I also kind of want to, experience it on like just the game boy screen. So there's a lot of filters that you can play with in the Nintendo switch online menus to make it look like the original game boy or the game boy pocket or the game boy color. And it actually will change kind of the palette of the game depending on like if the game was optimized for game boy color and some games weren't, it just kind of colored some stuff in randomly. Like that's how the Pokemon games were. Um, So it's a really cool throwback and I still have my game boy color. And it still like functions. The game carts don't always function, but you know, whatever works, but, uh, yeah, this is, this is one that I absolutely love. And I, I I've been loving playing it back and it's such a cool Mario game because you don't have to beat anything in any particular order. Like you can just get the six coins, like however you feel like tacking, tackling them. So, um, yeah, I, I love this game. It's so good. I played it a couple of years ago on my three DS feels great to revisit right now on, uh, on switch. I think I did uh, maybe not for that one, but there was, there was a game that I was playing where I had to switch. Like they do that stupid thing where like they stick with the A and B buttons, but it mm. feels so natural for run to be Y and jump yeah. to be B. Um, so I think I have switched a- after golden. I, I'm like not afraid to switch my controller button placement around and that kind of stuff now. So I've been playing around with that a little bit more, but it still feels pretty good just uh, just messing around with even the default layout. So if you haven't checked out the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games, definitely uh, there, there's some gems there. And I'm expecting, before you talk about your games, I am expecting, I do want to throw out a little prediction here, that we are going to get the announcement of a Pokemon game on February 27th.
0: Wow. Bold, Mark. Bold prediction.
1: So that's... It's not as bold as you might think. Uh, so February 22nd, (laughs) 27th is okay. It's, it's a little out there, but February 27th is a week from today when we're recording. And that is Pokemon day for the last two or three years. We've gotten a specific Pokemon day, direct presentation, whatever you want to call it on Pokemon day. And I'm expecting another one of those this year with some Scarlet and violet DLC but mm-hmm. also, what else do they have in the pipeline? Something new? I'm guessing probably Pokemon Sleep, Pikachu, Pokemon Sleep, some stuff that they've talked about that we haven't heard about. Um, but this would be such an easy win coming yeah. off of a well received Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, but also kind of critic critically pooped on for a you know like a, there were a lot of problems with that yeah. game and still are. This would be such an easy win for them to say they just launched this on Nintendo switch online and here you go throughout the next year or whatever you're getting red and blue, gold and silver, scarlet and violet or uh, Sapphire Ruby and Sapphire on uh, the game boy advance. And, you know, expect these to drop throughout the year. Such an easy win. Everyone would go crazy. You would yeah. absolutely dominate the news cycle of like Pokemon games are coming to switch. Like that's, it's a no brainer win.
0: It's not gonna steal sales when they eventually do any type of remaster or whatever. Because guess what? Those are still Game Boy games that a lot of folks will be like, it's a curiosity. It's fun. Great. I want the, the latest and greatest. I want the better visuals. I want the creature comforts. I want the those things. So yeah, it's you can serve two masters in a way to do that. And I think to your point. So Mark. I'm going to hold you to the fire when you go crazy. So what's the, like you said, they picked Super Mario uh, Land 2, not one. So if you're, are they going to go like the very first game or are they going to go like your thought would be like, what's a, like, what's the game from Game Boy that they would go after or Game Boy Color or whatever? What's the game that they should do? Because I will tell you this, you for folks, uh, unless you get like the expansion pack version, you only get the game boy, game boy color on the base version. Like I've got, so I'm, I'm in the poor man version. Uh, so I'm guessing they would do like the lowest common denominator, right? They wouldn't go GBA. And that's the only one you get unless they're cruel masters and they want you to spend extra money. So what do you think?
1: That's it. Depending on Nintendo switch numbers right now, like the online plus expansion pack subscription numbers, they could do that a a couple of different ways. My personal thoughts is they're going to do red and blue. Very easy to do. Maybe throw in uh yellow and do all three, play whatever version you want. Uh, but I could see them just doing red and blue and then doing gold and silver. Like I could see them doing these games in order because once you play like a newer one, the curiosity to go back is not as strong and you miss some of the improvements. So if you play, even Ruby and Sapphire on the game boy Advance one, which I could see them doing if like Nintendo switch online subscription numbers are down. Like that's a good way. Like, Oh, we're dropping Ruby and Sapphire in the game boy Advance version pay the extra tier and you get that game. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Nintendo's happy and Pokemon company gets another dump truck full of money. Um, that's a kind of shitty scenario though. I- I'm thinking that they just drop red and blue because even if you play gold and silver, the improvements that they made in that game while kind of incremental, but that's an actual game boy color game where red and blue aren't. Um, and there's just those quality of life improvements that if you play that and then you try to come back and play red and blue, it feels weird and you start to get annoyed. And that's why like, it also kind of depends on if they're doing any remakes this year, you know, if they are remaking gold and silver, we probably won't see those on the service where we already got let's go Pikachu and let's go Eevee. So that was kind of the remakes of golden or red and blue. So, you know, I doubt we'll get like a full remake of those games anytime soon. So it kind of all depends on a couple of factors, but my gut feeling is red and blue launches first.
0: Very good, Mark. I'm glad you didn't hedge your bets. You you were yeah. honest on there. So take that, Mr. Nintendo. Make it happen. Doug Bowser, come out of your hiding and make Mark come a happy on. man. Yep. Come on, Doug. What have you been playing? So uh, I will continue to touch upon The Last of Us Part 1 because I am – really and it's funny i'm enamored with the tv series we talk about it on secret friends unite if you want to hear about it mark have you watched any of it yet about uh, of the last of us i'm caught yes.
1: other than the last episode that just aired this weekend
0: that last okay so but i mean wow! wow you played the first game right correct yes okay so it's been amazing to just do both play the mm-hmm. game in its best form ever plus also watch it in this this amazing adaptation we've gotten. I watched last night. I will say another episode that doesn't disappoint. And I was kind of trying to, still, once again, track from like a, a walkthrough of the game, where they're at, and trying to remember, like, okay, is my mind still remembering me uh, where this is at in the actual progression there? So um, it's tying out pretty well still, with only three episodes left? No. Yeah, they're on 7, 8, and 9. So that's right. the last three episodes. So this is sixth. We have three more to go. And they could tie it up. It's going to be a tight, tight you know, race to the finish to finish right. the first game. Um, so uh, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but I am just loving this whole um, bringing me back to the game that I have not touched since 2013. Now playing it again as the series has gone on, it's great. I'm enjoying it so much. Uh, The fact that they've taken certain things to expand certain things are just, you know, we're going to do some things. We're going to do some original things too, which is great. And I've been happy with all of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was so funny, Mark, I will tell you this. I'm not sure if Lauren has is is very familiar with the the series or whatever, but the, the sound, the clickers mark make in the, the, (laughs) those noises, it drives Chris nuts. She's like, it freaks her out. Holy crap! That sound is so pervasive and just—it's yeah. uh, unsettling in, in the yes. game, and that here in real life. Oh my god! I mean, yeah. wow! It's yeah, amazing. We're, so we're
1: not, uh, no real interest. I, I kind of described. She was a little bit interested in what she heard about episode three, but she hasn't been watching. I've been watching that myself. So um, yeah. Yeah, not, not something that I have to worry about her getting driven crazy by the clicker noise.
0: <laughs> she won't watch it without you, is what you're saying? No, no. <laughs> like my wife with Wednesday, as we said. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a good time. But yeah, I, I'm just loving this. So um, the good news is... I don't have to worry about rushing through it. I can watch the show, watch this before I have to worry about like running out of time until the next big game comes out. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. So the last of us part one, if you've never played a sense sale right now on PlayStation five, um, it was delayed on PC. It's coming out soon. Uh, there, I think it's coming out the end of March. It'll be there. So it'll be great. Um, the show might be wrapped up by then. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. It's still great. Um, Really enjoying it, so I'm glad they did that because it's giving me another appreciation to revisit the game versus go back to like 2014 in the PlayStation remaster. So, um, there we go. I don't know if it's worth 70 bucks, but still, once again, yeah. there's actually I will say this: if you want to talk about the 70 uh, argument, because now we're talking about the Legend of Zelda being 70 dollars. Arlo, right. who's one of my favorite YouTubers in the world, he's a Blue Muffet Mark. If you've yep. ever watched Arlo before, well, I got awesome. Logan and I grew up with Arlo. Logan has an Arlo T-shirt. He just had a great conversation with himself. So it was Arlo versus Arlo debating the $70. It was so good because I'm like, every time I said, well, what is this? He answered the question. And it was such a good and balanced discussion from someone who is a Nintendo fan, but then has reality. It's so great. So the $70 discussion is another discussion for another day but i think that's a really good point to say it's worth it if you want it um but i get it um it's a conversation so move on so great check that out it's awesome i cannot wait uh to see where this show lands it's fantastic um but the other game uh we talked about last episode that i had not played that was gonna get that um you know savage had talked about was hogwarts legacy I had a very good discussion with my son about this game. He has, he's 17 years old and he is so good at arguing viewpoints of the merits of this game, why he doesn't want to play it, but he's not telling me, dad, you can't play it, but he's, talking about the merits of it. And he talks about, and I tell him like, well, there's some good things in this game too. So we're having a very good discussion about this within our own household about the, the value of this game. Mm -hmm. There are, if you want to seek out differing opinions of why you should or should not play this game, they're there. We're not going to talk about this game. Uh, I am in full support of the trans community, LGBTQ. Um, I have a family member who is trans. So, um, I fully get this, Um, and where it lands you, and where you're going to play. Um, I listened to a podcast called DLC, and while there was someone who said, I'm not a fan of the Harry Potter series whatsoever, but I'm loving this game. But I'm also Mm -hmm. fully understanding the arguments against this game. So he did a great job talking about art and where this lands, and all of those conversations that we should have about the things we want, um, because there are so many controversial viewpoints. And it was funny because I was talking to my son. Th- th- there was an article that just came out that said the Saudi Arabian government now owns ten percent of Nintendo. Yep, the Saudi Arabian government has zero tolerance towards anybody of anybody that's part of the LGBTQ uh, viewpoint um, and and lifestyle, and um, uh, and that is. The challenge and so it's like it's so it becomes a challenge like where does my money go who does it support what is it doing yeah. it's a personal choice for everyone yeah. and you trace the money and you will be saddened and you will be depressed and you'll be like what do i even do
1: well uh, yeah yeah the, and that's that's well, one of the arguments i've heard is you know there's there's no um so no, no right choices under capitalism. You know, everything. There's always something that ties back to someone horrible. So, you know, you, you go down enough of a rabbit hole and you can't enjoy anything. Um, and the Nintendo thing is another one that not only with the Saudi government, which is terrible enough, but also, um, su- you know, what what is it called? Super Nintendo World or whatever it is yeah. in Universal. So it just opened. Yeah, that, yeah. If you if you go to that that theme park just for Nintendo uh, money goes to JK Rowling because exactly universal, every single ticket that's sold uh, goes to, to JK Rowling a portion of it because they don't differentiate ticket sales based on if you're visiting Nintendo land or Harry Potter world or the, you know, Marvel stuff or whatever. The fast and the Um,
0: furious, the
1: transformers rides. Yeah, exactly. Right. You're, you're, you're in the same theme park. So you could go sit on the mummy for, four hours and, and then leave and go home and that's it. But like, you know, they, they split the money up from your ticket to all parties. So every single time that you go there and enjoy anything else, JK Rowling gets, gets a cut of that. So, um, you know, does it, it's, it's, it's so tough, right? Like, uh, what, what percentage of the money did she get from that? What, again, if, if you're going to, every single ad I've seen for this game has PlayStation attached to it. Every single one. And you, you know, if there's money being, you know, that the, like the, Sony played for that, paid for that. So if you're going to be boycotting the game, are you going to boycott Sony as well? Um, I didn't personally buy the game just for anyone wondering. Um, but that's just because I've got too much to play already. And, and I, you know, I like, I haven't had the time to sit down myself and, worry about that discussion. Um, but you know, that's, that's like, it's, it's, um, yeah, man, it's, 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 it's rough.
0: It, it is rough. And that's the whole point is there is no right or wrong answer for each individual. Um, but you know what, uh, you can only own your own, your own, um, conscience. And you know, if you think about how much could potentially she get from this game, donate that portion to a charity that supports the LGBTQ community. That's the best you can do, because you're transferring the funds and you're offsetting them. Um, that's the only thing we can do. Because if we say it's a monetary thing, and she was making money with those views before we even knew them. So it's, it's, a, it's a tough discussion. It really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I know her works... And the characters in that world has given so many people so much joy, including the people that created this game that um, have a voice now and are wonderful people. And I think that gets us into the game because this is a a show about games. I didn't want to get political, but I just want to say that, you know, I totally understand that this is there's more to this game than just playing it and enjoying it. But Mm -hmm. for me, I have enjoyed it. My wife watched me play it. And she's like, "This is amazing. I feel like I am in the world. I feel like I'm part of li- living the thing that I have loved. And we've kind of missed out that in the last couple of movies, so we really haven't had that joy and wonder uh, because they've missed to a lot of people. And this is amazing. And so it's the it's the journey a lot of people have wanted to taken t- to take within Hogwarts, where you want to be the, you want to live the fantasy of being a student at Hogwarts." Um, yeah. It succeeds in that measure. It's beautiful on on PlayStation Five. Um, it's it's really cool. Uh, by the way, you can pet the cat. There's tons <laughs> of cats, and it purrs through the deals, DualSense Sense Five, which is cool. cool. I'm really enjoying it. It's it's much. It's it's the best Harry Potter game that's ever existed, um, including the Lego games, which are are still pretty good. Um, it's wonderful, and I'm enjoying it so much because there's a campaign, but you can go off and get better at certain things. You can dress up your characters you want. And Mark, it does something I think that most games should do. The best gear is often the ugliest gear, and you look like a fool because you look like, a, like Destiny. You're like, I got all this cool gear, but I look like a moron. Um, I want to look cool. You can transmogrify the way the gear looks to something cooler. But you still t- retain those abilities.
1: Like you can make that any your highest level gear look like any other gear that
0: you've picked. Exactly. Up. So you're like if you're set with a cool no, set, like, like, you wanna like you want to look like you want to look like the coolest pimp in the world at Hogwarts with a big pimp feather. You can do that. My guy has these cool like dragon sunglasses, and I'm like, this is the weirdest thing in the world, but I like it. It's cool. Mm-hmm. It's it's really cool. Um, they also do something where one of the characters that runs um, Hogsmeade, uh, the was it three Tankards? Try remember the 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 bar, uh, the where you get the the butter the beer and everything in Hogsmeade. Isn't the Hogs maybe or three three broomsticks? Is it three three Tankards? Maybe I don't no, know. I um, but the, the the proprietor is a trans character, and they designed it that way. Um, and it's very cool and they, and you can create a character that has whatever attributes you want and has a voice that's more male or female. They don't, they allow you to do that. So in a way, I think that's a big middle finger to a certain person, um, which is nice. Um, So I appreciate that. But I'm I'm really enjoying it. The story is fun. Uh, The powers are great. The the, the battles are awesome because they're interactive. It allows you to choose how you want to battle. And uh, I'm using Revelio every two seconds because in the world of Hogwarts, Mm -hmm. I've never seen Hogwarts look this way. All of the portraits with the ghosts that look at you, Mark, are amazing. And it's like, Wow! Somebody put a lot of care in, in into this game, and I really love it. So I'm really enjoying it, um, and I can't stop playing it. So that's the best thing I can say about this game. Um, but I could totally get it if you're like Todd, you're a jerk for playing this. I get it, totally get it. It's 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 a mixed bag of feelings, for sure.
1: Well, I'm not going to say that. I, I've I've heard arguments from from both sides, and and decent arguments from different communities of, of people that, you know, or yeah, it, it's, uh, it, it's tough. And it's, uh, like I said, one, one of those arguments is like, are you burning your PlayStation five? Are you never going to universal? Are you supporting universal studios in general, let, let alone the theme parks and whatever, are you supporting Nintendo? Are you doing like, it's, it's so much and, uh, it's, it's uh, headache inducing to, to start, but I, I you know, you, you also want to support people and make them feel loved and, and, and welcome and supported. So,
0: um, yeah. It's tough. It truly is because when you, the things you love, you don't want to hurt the people that you also support. It's, it's a difficult, uh, thing to balance, but that's what I've been playing. And, uh, like I said, um, I am going to I'm very excited about the games that are coming out. Atomic heart is dropping. I tried to preload that mark. I tried to play it cause I it said it was ready. I'm like, it's not even there. I'm like what? No, no, um, the and then thing. we've got, I'm like, where's it at? So it's kind of crazy. Um, and then there's other games that are coming out. Resident evil four is my big game that comes out in March. Um, there's people like Wulong, uh, black legacy, I think is coming to Xbox as well. Um, we're in the mix. Is, is there any other games that you're looking forward to? Like in the next 30 days?
1: Uh, Atomic Heart, I, I, that's preloaded on my Xbox and ready to go. That's hundred uh, percent. Like, um, I'm excited. Um, I'm, I'm hoping maybe I might get my hands on, um, PSVR two or at least hear from some people that 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 do like not not to buy it, but I, I know a couple of people that are excited to to get it, and uh, I'm hoping that I'll get some. FaceTime with, uh, with one of those headsets. Um, that's it off, like, like off the top of my head. But then I, I know like, uh, so, so Sean, Henry and Stella there, you know, Sean was talking about, uh, a couple of games that he's picking up for PSVR two And I think there's a couple of them that are cross play. So, even yeah, Zenith Quest was one you game, talked about. Yeah. Zenith, I think, is going to be crossplay. It is for, so I've confirmed that Zenith is crossplay for uh, PC, Quest, and uh, PlayStation VR 1. So you got to figure it's going to be crossplay for this, right? I would think so um, too. Yeah. So that'd be a really cool one. I've been eyeing that game for a while and just never jumped in because it's, you know, MMORPG, virtual reality. How much time do I want to like jump in there? But um, if there's someone else like playing that, like, yeah, that might be tempting. So uh, I'm hoping to get yeah a little bit more into VR.
0: Yeah, and I'm on the same page. And uh, I have an open invitation to a certain uh, Sean Nias and his family to try out PlayStation VR. I had reserved it for him. Uh, he ended up getting his own. So that's great. He's going to have it. And I'm really excited to try it out. So my goal is hopefully in the next two weeks to try it out over at Sean's house, uh, have a good comparison. I also own the Quest. Um, you mm-hmm. talked about just the Galaxy's Edge and the game. I'm like, oh, I've never even played that on Quest, but I own it. So I really want to try it out and, and really get back into Quest if I can uh, before they explode my device and make me b- buy a Quest 2. <laughs> uh, so we'll yeah. see how that goes. So yeah, I'm very excited to see where that goes and how the technology just has evolved from my humble PS, or my Quest uh, 1 to uh, PSVR 2. Yeah, very excited for that. Yeah. Very good. All right, Mark, it's time for the bonus round. And this one is uh, kind of inspired by our Patreon family, the Niases. Yeah, yeah.
1: So uh, we got a little question, uh, like I alluded to earlier, from Henry and Stella asking, what are your favorite Fortnite skins? We talked about it a bit. I have like 400 and something skins in Fortnite. I've been playing since like chapter one, season two, I think. Like I've been playing since this game was like first out on PlayStation. Like it's been a long time. So 418 skins, I think at the last count. So it's been a minute and I have too many skins to like go through my favorites, but I'll, I'm sure I, like, I'll do that at some point, but we kind of narrowed it down to like licensed favorites. Cause a lot of Henry and Stella's were like licensed favorites that from, from existing franchises. So that's what our favorites were. I'm going to go through their favorites cause they have some awesome lists here. So Henry's, Favorites Hulkbuster, like Iron Man from the comic codes, so good, such a great skin. Um, and those comics were awesome. Uh, Spider Man again from the comics code, so that's Spider Man Zero, really, really cool skin, amazing detail on that one. I love it. Uh, Captain America, not sure. Oh, never mind, he clarified. Haha, there we go. Uh, so the original Captain America, Steve Rogers, number four is Mando, number five is the new Captain America that was just released a couple of days ago, and that is Sam's Captain America. Comes with like the wing gliders that come out. It is, they nailed the design on that one. And then 5B, he threw in
0: Wolverine for good measure. Is that cheating? Like just the 5B? I, Henry, come I on. I have 10 on mine, so. <laughs> my, you have like 5A through my, E. My, yeah, yeah. All five is a
1: top, top 10, because I couldn't, uh, I'll, I'll maybe I'll try to narrow it down, I don't know. Um, here we go. So, uh, Stellas are number one, Darth Vader. Number two, Boba Fett. Awesome. I love the Boba Fett that the, they went with, like the new design from the Boba Fett show, like the you know black underneath. It's so good. Um, Bakugo.
0: What yeah, is this Daku? is like My Hero Academia. So it's Bakugo yeah. and uh, Daku are both uh, and Araka. I don't know who that is, but my son and I. Oh God, Mark, we are all in on My Hero Academia. My goodness! They've been,
1: they've been pumping up the the anime crossovers in in Fortnite. So we've got the My, my Hero Academia ones. We've got uh, like Dragon Ball and stuff like that. It, they're just they're knocking it out with those. Yeah, Araka
0: ones. is also another My Hero Academia. So shout out Stella. We're also my big into My Hero Academia as well.
1: Uh, and then five so B. <laughs> she went the same and uh, and and threw Mando in there as another design. And uh, Sean just thinks that luke and obi-wan look amazing didn't give us a top five but uh here we go so like i said i have kind of like 10 that i really love i could probably narrow this down a little bit more and these are in no particular order i just kind of looked through my list today and uh the comic book version of batman so when that came out there was like a two-pack you could get comic version and then like the dark knight version like christian bale that one's fine, but the
0: comic. Are we talking book like version, gray, gray and blue, or are we talking like um, black and gold symbol?
1: Like, it's. Um, I'll send you a picture of it later, um, mm. but the comic book version. That's that's kind of the one for me. It's and it it is kind of a very Fortnite design. Like they kind of do, they've mm-hmm. done the same with what they've done with a lot of the Marvel characters. So like, some of the Marvel characters are like Moon Knight. Looks like he was stripped right out of the TV show. It's not like the comic book design, it's the TV Mm -hmm. design. Um, But others are like Fortnite's version of this character. Yeah. Right. So it's, uh, you know, and and Batman is kind of that. Um, Steve, Captain America, another, another one that's really high on my list. Uh, Ghost Rider. So good. I love Ghost Rider. I've loved Ghost Rider since I was a kid. The motorcycle, the flaming skull head, just, such a great character. And it's one that I keep going back to. So honestly, probably if this is how many times I've used the characters and how often I use them,
0: ghost is probably at the top of this list. Really? Mark, I've seen a bunch of videos. I don't know if I ever have. That's awesome though. But ghost Rider is great. Even Nick cage ghost Rider is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, absolutely. The first movie, he goes full Nick cage and just the scream as his first trans. Oh man. that first transition is pretty cool. Like, top-notch comic book and Nick Cage just over the top overacting having fun with it like if you haven't seen that movie just go watch that like four minute part of Nick Cage being the Nick cage Nick Cage you'd ever want a cage um there we go uh Spider-Man standard version I'm going with a slightly different one. I do love Spider-Man zero, but I'm going with the standard version because you can do like black suit Spider-Man. Uh, and this is all like, you can just, it's variants of the same skin. So the standard Spider-Man black suit um, future foundation, like it's all kind of included in this. So you can make Spider-Man look however you want. Really, really cool skin. Um, Mando is definitely up there. I love choosing Mando. That's another, it, again, if this was like my most used, it'd probably be Mando. Ghost Rider. Luke is way up there in the black suit specifically, because like Return of the mm. Jedi
0: Luke, is just uh, Mark. That's Vader. my number one right there. Oh god.
1: Yep. <sighs> uh, then Vader's up there, but I don't use Vader. I find he's kind of like big and clunky, but I love that design. He's so good. And then like the Vader walk isn't through that.
0: I was gonna say the sound of Vader walking and the uh, the Imperial march. Ooh. Um, cool
1: master chief. And I like the black variant that you can only unlock Ooh. if you play on a series X or S really, really wow. cool design. Um, again, not one that I use a ton, but I love that I have like a specific version of master chief. Um, and then rounded off X 23 love the design, but I love the alternate one without the mask. I find the mask looks really goofy on her and you take the mask off and X 23 is amazing. Love that character and Ray Skywalker. Again, if we're going by how much I use the character, Rey Skywalker's probably like up there in my top three or four. I use Ray a lot because um, she's just a really good character, like really clean design. And uh, yeah, so that's, that's kind of my list. Um, so top five, if I really had to pick, like especially based on use, I'm going to say most likely Steve Rogers, Captain America, Ghost Rider, Mando, Mando, Luke and Ray, maybe that'd be my top five, but, um, I've been using fa- like Sam's captain America, like Falcon captain America since he launched a few days ago and I haven't switched. So, um, that one might be quickly moving up the scales. Um, but as of right now, that's the list. So based on all of this, like Fortnite's kind of like the pinnacle of like comic Crossover and license crossovers and all. that.
0: It is that. the metaverse. It is
1: 100, and that kind of inspired us to talk about crazy, wild crossovers that we would want to see and just have some fun with it. So let's let's talk about that. What what's your crazy crossover? That's that's like not Fortnite because I think like we could sit here and be like, I want to play as this. Per- Actually, first off, I don't know, Todd. You you've never gotten into Fortnite. Nope. What would be like one crossover that you'd see and you'd be like, you know what? I'm kind of tempted to just download Fortnite just because of that
0: wacky crossover. It would have to be something so dumb that I'd be like, how did the this Peter even Brown. happen? Right. It'd be like if Bob's Burgers or The Simpsons or American Dad or or like, 100%. I don't know. I'm trying to think of something else. The Gummy Bears showed up. I mean, it would be that, bears. Mark. Exactly, yeah. uh, old cut. Uh, you know what? Gummy bears come back. Gargoyles. I mean, we're like we're talking about like things that just shouldn't belong. I mean, the fact that Witcher is even in this and it's like, hey, Geralt, here's a submachine gun. Okay, I got that. You know, it's so weird. It's like it, Man. I don't know. And the, fa- but the fact, but the fact is now that there's game. yeah, but the fact that there's no build mode now might get yeah. me back into the game because the no the build mode is like. Okay, kids, you're building like the Eiffel Tower and I'm sitting here building like a outhouse (laughs) and I'm screwed and I'm just sitting here not trying to get killed. So maybe that would be enough. And they've done so many wacky things that it's just it's not even like you're good at the game. It's just going out and having a good time. Totally get that. I mean, it is what it is. It is the metaverse. It is the thing. And it's like, you know, we all talk about this uh, live service games. Fortnite is number one. Everybody agrees. It's not even close. They do the most work. They do the, the They make everybody happy. And they've got a season pass that everybody actually enjoys. So I give them props. So, Mark, that's probably my answer. It would be like Bob's Burgers. And I would just want to be Gene farting and playing a keyboard <laughs> that shoots people as I make fart noises. That's all I want to do. I like it. I like it. I said a meme to my,
1: my nephew earlier because uh, he loves playing build mode. But I was like, this is me in Fortnite. And it's uh, Ralph Wiggum. Uh, saying Chuckles, I'm in danger and it's me when I play regular build mode. And then it was uh, the next one is me when I play no build mode and it's basically Ralph Wiggum's head on uh, Willie's like ripped body and he's like ripping off his shirt and he has like Rambo guns and stuff and it's chuckles you're in danger because that's yes. how I feel like mm-hmm. build mode Mm-mm, not just like skill level not for me uh, no build mode watch out i'm coming for
0: you yeah logan i watched logan do it and i'm like i don't even know what you're doing right now you're playing like you're doing advanced calculus and i'm doing like my calculator spelling boobs
1: you're, yeah, yeah, sliding numbers, right? <laughs> um, Exactly. Uh, sliding it's it's, not, yeah, it's,
0: it's just, not even okay. fair. It's not even fair. Oh, well. Um, but yeah, you talked about crossovers. I mean, even if you look at my background, folks, that's why we're here. We're doing YouTube. I have a background. And I'm doing Marvel versus Capcom 3, Modoc, you saw him, and Ant-Man, uh, Wasp, Quantumania. I mean, that game is just crazy. And it's just like, I love the fact that the fighting genre created so many crazy just crossovers x-men versus street fighter uh we got uh dc versus mortal Kombat. i mean we've got uh snk versus Tetsunoko. smash brothers brought in all these different crossovers i mean it seems like fighting games just really pioneered the what if and made it happen it's just crazy um we even got that weird like sega fighters remix uh game where you got like these the car from virtua uh racing that was fighting other characters. I mean, it just didn't make any sense, but that's okay. We love the weird. I mean, just embrace it. I mean, and that's what I'm ex- so excited about in games because anything, do it. Just get a license crossover. We got the multiverses. We got all the DC characters. we got like um, Game of Thrones versus Bugs Bunny. It doesn't even make sense anymore. Uh, but um, I think when you talk about the crossover we want to see, um, I think about like the Mass Effect and where could Mass Effect go in other science fiction universes in a way that is actually like, is it feasible? So I think about like Mass Effect cross Star Trek. Um, I think about cross the Expanse. These are franchises I love that are a little bit more highbrow, and, and but they could still have a really cool uh, crossover that I, I just don't know where else you would get them. Because you're not getting the actors, like in real life doing like live action things, too expensive. But you get their voice talent, you could do them in a booth, and you could do those things. And I think it's awesome. Think about like um, Dead Space versus Aliens, Mark. I mean, why not? And that would be amazing. I mean, uh, there are so many opportunities to say what if, and make it happen, and you could say, that can make sense same thing with samus we think of Metroid aliens they were inspired by aliens to make Metroid cross I mean that might be a little too much for Nintendo to say oh by the way there's a xenomorph and it's gonna like cross over. but I mean it, like uh I mean but you think about that's kind of the, the 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 way these things launch and you think about with Star Wars everybody now that Star Wars is a part of Disney what could work with Star Wars and then maybe it's like maybe Marvel could And could Guardians of the Galaxy crossover with, I don't know, Mandalorian. I I don't know. So, I mean, I think of all all these crossovers and I think of like for myself though, um, from a a lens of the games I love and what I would like to see happen, there's a little game called Beautiful Joe. And it is all about the goofy, like crossing over like the, the movie genres and that type of thing. And I think Beautiful Joe crossing over with Deadpool Cause it kind of oh, goes in the yes. absurd could be so much fun. I love it. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's slows down time and it's like movie snuffs. And I don't even know who, at this point who owns beautiful Joe. Cause it was like platinum and then Cap- Capcom, but that's kind of like the stuff I would like to see. Just like, why does it even happen? I don't know, but it's awesome. And just, it's great. I love that. I don't know. Fantastic. About yourself. I mean, Mark, you, you are a huge fan of Disney, Star Wars. I mean, all of the Nintendo franchises, you dip into Xbox quite regularly, PlayStation. Sometimes you like some of those things too. I, I mean,
1: play PlayStation back up by the way, my brother's finding his copy of, uh, of, of God of War. So I'm
0: finally going to play which that. Which PlayStation do you own right now? Is it the destiny PS4? Yeah.
1: Still works. Okay. i fired it up. It's all good. Um, But for this, I'm going in a different direction than some stuff you mentioned. So I have two and they're both based off the same franchise and it's this franchise's 30th anniversary this year. And that is, again, I'm spinning it off of something I liked in Fortnite. He didn't make the list, but Doomguy is in Fortnite for this season. It is the original Doom's thirtieth anniversary. Nineteen ninety-three Doom dropped on uh, on uh, I think PC it was DOS at first PC yes. basically, uh, but but Doom was uh, was was such um, a massive game and, and a, a genre defining game that I'd love to see some some big celebrations for the thirtieth anniversary. And I think the first of those giant celebrations is Animal Crossing. I think we need a Doom guy plus Isabelle's day of fun. And I think they just need like he just needs to come into town for some reason and the it, just the two of them just have a romp and uh, it's just wholesome and cute and they're best buds. I think that needs to happen. I think we've all been
0: on since. Animal Crossing. That's it. Just <laughs> take
1: a break. It's a it, doom guy deserves a break. Everyone deserves a vacation.
0: Oh, that's a good doom point. It's like, it's a, a vacation destination. destination. He gets a ticket. He flies in there. Tom Nook charges, wait, wait, overcharges him. Um, what, yep. Does he have like space bucks? That's how he pays Tom Nook. What's the bell to um, space bucks ratio? I don't know. They have a conversion. It's don't, okay. Don't worry. You're too much about it.
1: They, they have a conversion though. It works. Um, so I think that would, I think that would work. I want to see that cause they're besties, obviously hundred percent in my mind. Is That's it like, canon. they are
0: besties. Is it like, like realistic doom guy comes down or is he like super deformed and looks like a, uh animal crossing? No, friend? Like,
1: yeah. Animal crossing chibi kind of art okay. style doom guy. Yep. Definitely.
0: Might be a little too, too unnerving if he shows up and he's like, <laughs> I would kind of love that to be honest. That would just be this, good. Like, yeah, hulking, r- ripped like muscle. is it reciprocal? Mark, where That's like it, one of the Animal Crossing kids comes in and like is riding on the back of uh, of of Doom guy and just killing yeah, Isabel. people.
1: Isabel, Isabel, hundred percent. So best it's best reciprocal.
0: People.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she invited him over because they're best. Good friends. luck. Good luck, um, Microsoft, with that. <laughs> <laughs> he, yeah, he, um, yeah. Doom, Doom, guy taught her how to rip and tear. She's going to teach him how to have a good vacation. That is the premise of this. Uh, so there's no ripping and tearing. This is a nice vacation, and Isabel's just taking him through, relaxing. They go and have a good time, and that's it. An interior design, an interior. They, they design a nice house for him to to relax while he's there. A beachside cabana, maybe, uh, so he can just relax and listen to the calming waves. And uh, that's it. So Isabel and Doom guys, day of fun DLC. I
0: needed no special. A no special Nine Inch Nails track playing over in Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: K.K. Slider tracks that
0: week get yeah, real weird.
1: Real weird. Um, yeah, the, um, yeah, 100%. That could be like the keepsake. This could Love be it. a limited time event, and the K.K. Slider Doom track is the...
0: Uh, the Available on vinyl now. Yeah.
1: Exactly, yeah. You can hang the, the poster in your house. That would be amazing. Love it. Um, Love it. So when he leaves Animal Crossing Island... This is a whole narrative, by the way. When he leaves Animal Crossing Island, Doomguy is trying to get back to hell, but he accidentally gets on the wrong plane and he ends up in the next epic crossover, which is Doomguy plus Hades. He Ooh. ends up in the wrong hell. And he has to rip and tear his way through Hades in some new DLC, which is uh Doomguy Takes on Hades. And and goes on the that. same kind of hell that uh yeah i mean the game you know like kind of feet like you can shoot around and do some things and i mm-hmm. think doom guy's arsenal would kind of translate okay to a non first person yeah. uh way that that hades kind of you know does uh, does things so i i think that would work i think it, it's a different kind of hell and it'd be just funny if, like the dialogue in hades is so good and i think it would be funny to be like where am i this is hell but not my hell like what <laughs> you know exactly <laughs> how did you end up here mortal it was like i don't know the dog put me on the wrong plane and the you know the the thing was like here i don't know albatross air or whatever it is in uh in animal animal crossing they, they took it's to the it's cell. It's like, but I'm going to rip and tear my way out of here. It's like, I'd like to see you try. I'm Hades and you're never escaping. And Doomguy does what Doomguy does.
0: Well, he's going to love the extra dialogue, right? Because there's no dialogue in Doom games. There's no dialogue in Animal Crossing. It's the gibberish. I mean, I mean, I can't even imagine what Doom guy sounds like in Animal Crossing gibberish. Is it that what it is? Yeah, exactly. And then it's like goes from there and then it's like you've got people just like giving him dialogue through his head. And he's like, shut up. <laughs> just shut up. I don't care. Yeah, it's your daddy, yeah. not mine. Yeah. 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 Um, I love it. I love it. The, the, it's a, good, it's a good mixture of, like, uh, you know, different uh, genres to go with. I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, Mark, before I forget, I have one that, that I don't know if I've talked about before, but I think it would be really cool. Um, hockey on the 8-bit consoles was always a lot of fun. You got, like, the NES, like, NES hockey, which was, like, Fat Mario, Skinny Mario, Regular Mario, whatever, Tall Mario, oh, yeah, right, um, which was fun. And then you got, like, there Blades is- of Steel which was like just fake, right? I mean, it was like, those aren't really franchises, but a lot of things. I want that to be revisited, but with just like the craziest, like uh, crossover ever with Konami. So I want like the metal gear, solid H- blades of steel. I want the Castlevania blades of steel um i want those like the rosters to change like it's dracula plus uh the the, the 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 this guy plus simon belmont is your front line taking on all the other konami classics but it's like blades of steel okay. yeah i like it i, I mean we're, mean, we're not, probably not getting a new uh, nba jam with folks but why not this
1: why, why does uh, Mario and crew, why do they get all the sports franchises? Let someone else have some sports. Why not Konami?
0: I mean, vampires like to play. It. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, we might get you know, MGS, like Snake. I mean, he might be really fascinated with, like, goaltending. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Blood know gets so spilled on the ice. It. The vampires might get excited.
1: You know, we don't know. <laughs> super blood hockey plus. plus
0: <laughs> exactly. <Indiana. laughs> you, you've inactivated uh, vampire rush. Ooh, it's like the power play. That's what causes the power play, right? Ugh. Oh it. yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I mean, you, you, but you have, uh, you know, every, as long as every uh, hockey stick is sharpened into a stake at the other end, then you have that incentive to like, you know, the vampires has to behave or they're going to get staked with a hockey stick. And then exactly.
0: They,
1: you know, it's fine. It works out.
0: Yeah, and then you turn a Metal Gear into a Zamboni to clear the ice every period. (laughs) Yeah, truly. Yeah. God, you know, Mark, they don't pay us enough to do this job. Um, We're trademarking everything, folks, so you've heard it. We're trademarking. You do it in quotes, trademark. It's official. That's how it works? Oh, cool. That's how it works, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mark, I think we've done our job, Um, and that's all we ask. To do our job. Um, So this has been a lot of fun. Uh, So folks, if you have any dream crossovers, let us know. Um, And by the way, um, I did pull up a list of like all the weird, like uh, Fortnite things that have happened. Mark, this game is the most successful game probably in history. And they're still on crack. I don't know what the hamburger guy is doing with his big tongue. But, you know, it is what it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a franchise within the game.
0: Or the banana guy with like half his skull like his skeleton like oh, he visible yeah, he's got a ton of variations yeah the it's, skull is so really weird creepy I like it it's so weird oh well we, can we, we get ourselves in Fortnite? in Fortnite?
1: um no
0: but no, why I know we should be able to there's probably somebody that looks like me a bald guy <laughs> <laughs> oh, <I see laughs> you should say it's Todd <laughs> yeah. there we go it's a, it's and, you, and you look like Obi-Wan so I think we're covered maybe absolutely okay there we go we're covered yeah look for us in fortnite folks by the way uh there you go uh so mark uh thank you for joining us on this wonderful voyage of the world of video games so tell people where they can find you
1: you can find me pretty much everywhere uh instagram twitter um tiktok and uh in our discord as the underscore canardian you can also find me on hive as just canardian
0: very good. I'm on Twitter at Tioxer talking about all things video games, comic books, whatever you have. Follow us on at secret friends, U for all things, Twitter, secret friends, unite.com for all things, secret French unite and our Patreon secret friends, uh, patreon.com slash secret French unite. And check this out. Uh, we've added like some previews in our videos, which is great. Thank you, Mark, for doing that. I'm doing it now as well. So you can see like, if it's something you want to uh, watch and enjoy, and we're going to eventually put some, uh, Patreon exclusive content out for everybody to enjoy just to see if you like it. I think that's fair. I think it's something we're going to do. So we don't want to take away from our Patreons, but we want you to see what we're doing. That's really cool. And hopefully you enjoy it. Oh my goodness.
1: Patreons will still get everything first, but some of the stuff will hit the main feed eventually just to kind of give a little taste of, uh,
0: you know, what you're,
1: what you're getting delayed or what you're missing in general
0: absolutely this has been a fun voyage in the world of video games thank you mark and remember folks it's always better to game together
1: this podcast is part of the secret friends unite podcasting network visit secretfriendsunite.com for more great shows articles news reviews and more secret friends unite podcasts are available on apple google spotify and other podcast services around the world